Welcome to Day Players, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we utilize the most torturous and terrifying tool known to man, improv. We always have a new cast of characters and players as we adventure through a totally unprepared session. But this time, dear listener, we are fueled by the darkest and evil source of power on the planet. Hollywood! On this spooky Sunday morning, we bring you a tale wrought with macabre mystery, inspired by a curated list of horror films by the staff from our local video rental store, Scarecrow Video. For the next few weeks, we are treating you to a bi-weekly double feature. We had enough movies suggested to run two sessions, each with its own characters and plot lines. Check us out every Sunday and Thursday during the month of October for all the holiday content. But for now, dive into the first of our adventures in Day Players Cinema Screams. Welcome to our Halloween special. We are all in costume, and we are recording on Friday the 13th. In September. For most people, scary movies are a big part of Halloween. Scarecrow Video is one of only two operating video rental stores left in Seattle. And this isn't your neighborhood blockbuster. Within their walls, over 132,000 titles available in formats ranging from Laserdisc to Blu-ray, including some of the rarest titles in the world. Some are not even held by the Library of Congress. We've all been patrons for years. As you know, we have our special form of improv D&D on this show. And so for this session, Scarecrow gave us spooky movie recommendations to use as improv prompts. A list of films, which includes a mixture of obscure titles, modern, and classic horror. I assigned one film to each of our players, and one for myself. And let's hear a little bit about what everyone watched. On my left, dressed as a scientist, he has made his first viral meme, and his greatest phobias are of heights and of failure. Peter Lansdahl. That's right, I never want to fail. It scares me every day. I'm afraid you're on the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. I mean, that's why I got into improv because it's like I need to. I need to get into. I need to kick failure in the face or the feel of failure. Yeah, so that's, I yeah, that's fair. Did improv stuff. So what did you watch? I watched Screamers. It's a 1995 film that feels like it belongs in the 80s. So and it's I, exceptionally good. No, it's exceptionally <laughs> bad. Like it, it. I was watching it and I thought it was from the '80s the whole time. It has that '80s look and feel, and has '80s themes. It takes place on a desolate wasteland of a planet, following a main character who is vying for peace between two warring factions. What they don't know is that the weapon that they made is now gaining sentience and is fighting back against them. So terrifying, right? It's a scary movie. I mean, it's got bad CGI, so it's it's more like probably scary at the time. But this is like '80s CGI, not '90s CGI. Okay, good. So it would have been scary in the '80s, where it belongs. <laughs> so I took inspiration from the main character. Um, I made my character Harold Hendrickson, 
a human cleric um, who has the uh, the graved domain. Um, his backstory is that uh, he just escaped from a desolate wasteland where two warring factions have been using undead uh, oh, to fight. Familiar. And so he fights the undead and uses uh, one of their weapons against them, the autonomous uh, mobile sword, otherwise known as spiritual weapon. Hey, oh, there okay. you go. Yeah. Well, all right, good yeah. for you, Horold <laughs> mm-hmm. Hendrickson is, he was a soldier. He is very strict. He has learned much from the undead and wishes to learn more about them to uncover their secrets. And, uh, yeah, he is a tall man with short soldier-length hair. Military-length hair, uh, that's Soldier-length hair. Yeah, military hair. <laughs> And uh, still wears his uniform from his days uh, at the Alliance. Okay. Is is the god you follow the type of god who's like down with the undead or like? No, he's not down. Uh, he's not down. Okay. Yeah, he says uh, <laughs> that is a bad thing. We shouldn't have undead. We should have people that are alive or dead. Your god's down for keeping the undead in the ground. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Keep the undead down. Wait. So did you not actually pick down. like an actual god? Or no, did I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick. Just... Uh, I can name him right now. Yeah, give me a name. Glibble. Glibble. Yeah. All hail. Glibble. And Glibble's tenets are: um, keep the undead down. Yeah. Don't let the dead rise. Both and the same. go to bed at midnight. <laughs> go to bed at midnight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a big one. Before yeah. the witching hour. Well, yeah. I mean, well, sleep is important. Is what he's saying. You also don't want to ever eat after yeah. midnight. Yeah, yeah. Well, Man. I mean, because it's like if you're up past midnight, you're kind of like undead. You know, is that a gremlin's a reference. Yeah. Sleep is I the see. cousin of death, after all. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. sleep when you should. Just Man. like the dead should be dead when they should be. That's a religion I can get behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no zombies. Get some sleep. Okay. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sitting across from me, dressed as a sexy masquerade ghost, he watches knife restoration videos on YouTube to relax. And his greatest fears are going crazy, losing his mind. James Olson. My my greatest fear is actually that I've already gone crazy and I just don't realize it yet. Whoa. Oh, That's much worse. Yeah. And yeah. If you're listening to this, that might have happened to you. Uh, so, oh, God. Um, yeah. Uh, my character is named Moss Dolman. Uh, he's, uh, he's a half-elf. Picture Abraham Lincoln, except slightly uglier. Like somebody took an iron to his face and like pressed it in a little bit. Oh, good. But so he's flat. Yeah, but he's still got like the mutton chops and like the pointy elf ears. That's so it's not. Image. He also does always wear a top hat. Like oh, top good. hat, long black overcoat, white frilled shirt. Moss works worked in a graveyard. Uh, the movie I watched was called The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which is about a father and son mortuary mortuary team. Um, they they basically do autopsies on on dead bodies for the police, and it's just this lovable movie about a father and son running a family business together. Nothing horrible happens, I promise. Um, so uh, my character uh, used to work in a graveyard, and his whole thing with being a bard, because uh, that's what I'm playing. I'm playing a whisper bard, um, which is. They're from Xanathar's Guide, which is this extra book in D&D, and a Whisper Bard. They're kind of like the black sheep of the Bard colleges. Um, so all the other colleges kind of hate them, and they ostracize them because Whisper Bards are creepy and weird. Uh, my guy worked in a graveyard, and for his job, he used to write epitaphs for dead adventurers. And uh, after writing enough epitaphs, he eventually decided, oh, this adventuring sounds pretty exciting. I'm going to go out and adventure myself. Nice. But he kept getting kicked out of every single group he was in, and he still can't figure out why that was. Oh, it's, it's, it, it remains a mystery to Moss Dolman. 
Very nice. Um, and yet, so much charisma. Well, the charisma is more like a force of personality thing. Right, right. Also because I don't get as good of abilities if I don't have high charisma. So. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to my right, dressed as an old-timey mobster, he's starting his last year in music school this month, and he has siderophobia, which is the fear of stars, Tommy Ager. Hello, hello. Uh, my assigned movie was the 1985 Leonard Cohen classic, The Stuff, where a mining operation unearths a delicious substance that is low-calorie and never melts, starts marketing into the people. But industrial spy Mo Rutherford, when he investigates, realizes nobody knows what's in the stuff. Wait a minute. Is it Leonard Cohen... Not that Leonard no, Cohen. I don't, okay, I don't think okay, he's a okay, musician. Right. No. I was wondering that too. I was like, <laughs> no, wait. sorry, not that Leonard Cohen. Great music in the film. Also, apparently, Leonard, this Leonard Cohen was like a legendary B horror flick director. I know, because because uh, you and I went to Scarecrow to get the videos. Yeah, and he it wasn't in the horror section. It was under the director. Under Leonard ah. Cohen. Yeah, it's like you had to go. It's down Is... bottom floor stuff. Hi everyone, Tommy from the future here. Just wanted to clarify that I actually meant Larry Cohen, not Leonard Cohen. Apologies to all Coens involved. Back to the content. It was it was a weird movie, better than I expected, with a very surprising anti-consumerist message, but also n- not great on the story. Uh, taking from the stuff, I will be playing Mo Rutherford, which is the name of the main character from the flick. Uh, a man who is called Mo because he always wants Mo, and he wanted Wait, it. Really, that that's, is that's yeah. a line from the movie. <laughs> Nice. Wonderful. Top tier dialogue. So he made a deal with uh, a strange ooze, talking sentient ooze that he found seeping out of the ground for uh, more power, more ability, more money. Mo Rutherford, he wants Mo. He's always nicely dressed, impeccably so. And all he wants for you is to just try a little bit of this good stuff. Keeps it in a potion bottle. Just take a taste. It's delicious. <laughs> so you said he makes a deal. He does. Meaning that you are playing a... A warlock. I forgot to mention that. Yes, I am a warlock. um, In this case, from uh, whatever the pact is. The old one. Pact of the old one. Yes. uh, Yeah, the old one is the one that's very open. Oh, so you you have awakened mind. I do. Oh, this is going to be fun. Ah, good. We can speak uh, with our brain. Yeah, a little bit of telepathic stuff, right? Yeah, you can can inject messages into other people's minds. Boy. Yeah. yeah. Well, they. Know, I think they know that it's you talking to them. Like, no. 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 There's actually nothing in the in the in the ability. That would I believe. be that would be a flavor fail oh. if they knew that it was you talking to them. Yeah. yeah. It hears the voice. Yeah. The creature yeah. hears the voice in yeah. its mind. Yeah. yeah. You can if communicate telepathically with any creature, just as you can communicate telepathically, and you don't need to share a language. Visuals. Oh, uh, well dressed. He looks like Michael Moriarty, the main character from The Stuff. Oh, easy. Who Just has Google a that. Golden Globe and like an Emmy? I don't know what he was doing in this movie. Hey, man. Anyway, money. Yeah, money. He did yeah. a good job. And finally, dressed as the King of Mardi Gras, me, Morgan Vasiliev. I'll be your DM for the day. I just got into some, some very light, like computer coding type stuff to get into emulation. Peter's giving a meaningful look. And my phobias are cannibalism and being submerged. Oh, those are bad ones. I remember cannibalism from when we did the Dread game. And you were like, no cannibalism. And I was like, okay, Morgan, no cannibalism. My movie was a 1981 uh, called Dead and Buried. And I will not 
say anything about my movie other than I really did like it and it's pretty good. And now, as is traditional day players fashion, I will have some questions for each of you guys that will have an effect on the game. Starting with you, Peter. Hit me with that question. Is it safer during the day or the night? Oh, uh, I want safer during the night. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, little yeah. more yeah, uncommon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want, I want day walkers. Oh, day walkers. Day walkers. <laughs> they can't go out at night. James, are people generally hostile or friendly? Hostile. Hostile? Okay. Excellent. It is Halloween after all. And finally, Tommy. Yeah. You just get to pick free will or destiny. Free will. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Let me just circle them on the page. Yeah. So I don't forget. You three. have been traveling together for a while now. Whether you've consumed enough of the stuff that your friend has been pushing on you, that's up to you. But you have been going around, and you have been finding undead of different shapes and sizes and putting them down. There, in this world, there will be an undead problem. For There is just a lot of necrotic energy running around for all kinds of different reasons, and people just won't stay dead. It's not like an aura of the entire world, but it's certainly... A theme. <laughs> yeah, it would be. A lot of people have interests in prolonging life, let's say. And you three are some of the few that are willing to go out and try and keep the normalcy in place. Okay. It is my mission, my goal. Yes. To slay the undead. And since you're level three, you know, you're kind of like, you're getting a little bit of experience and stuff. You three heard of a nearby town where a man claims to have nearly been run off the road by some crazed individuals. Now, he believes that there were some of the telltale signs of the undead, and naturally this piqued your interest. You are currently on the road leading into the town of Havengull. It's a shame to see another town be run over by undead. Many innocent folks losing their lives. I can't help but notice that on the way here, we didn't receive much eye contact. I also saw three corpses on the road. That wasn't fun. That too. It seems a town that has been overly affected by some sort of blight, and given the tale that we heard from the old man, it's not that far, not that wild to think that perhaps the undead have, uh... I'm sorry, I forgot. What? Did the old man say it was definitely undead or not? It's no, not, it looks like it. No, it's, there were telltale signs. <laughs> right, so he was sorry. like, okay. you know, he was like, they smelled bad, sure. and he was like, Rotting. they, uh, you know, they're, they were all pale or some shit. Sure, okay. How far away are we from the town right now? Hmm, my, uh, my, my inner knowledge of how long it takes to get somewhere on a carriage is, is dated. Is it close enough so I could see the town from a distance? Could I observe the actually, town? Actually, no. You know, you're actually still pretty far out. Okay. Actually... Let's say that you are, even with your knowledge of the area and, you know, you know, asking when you learned of this place that you wanted to go to, you still did not get enough information to really pin down exactly where this place is. You got, like, traditional directions of it's like, oh, yeah, you go on, you know, you go on the road, head north for, like, you know, like, so many miles, 
And then, you know, when you see this big rock, make a right, you know, that kind of direction. So you're still pretty far out and it is cold. It's very, very, very cold. (laughs) And you can see, you can see the snowflakes at a 45 degree angle. With this chill, I feel a bit like the undead myself. Mo, can I have a vial of the stuff to warm me up? Yes, it'll it'll keep you warm, I promise. Here you are. Thank you. What temperature is the stuff normally? Is it just room temperature? It's always room temperature. It's always room temperature? It's always room temperature. Never mm. melts, never freezes. Don't like it. It comes out at room temperature? <laughs> it's always room temperature. Out of oh. what? That's a good question. We'll get there. Out of the out of the creation uh, process. Yes. A trade secret. Yes. A trade secret. I hear if you visit the vault, you can find half of the formula. <laughs> exactly. They don't tell you which half. Yeah. As you go further down the road, you're on a bit of a an incline headed upwards on a hillside. And you see kind of off in the distance a little bit of smoke coming up. Hmm. hmm. Fire is not often a tool used by the undead. Though it may often be started by them. It is a tool used by undead hunters, so perhaps we're in for meeting some friends. True enough. I don't like any competition. It's hard to tell who's the undead and who's human. Mm-hmm. Fair uh, enough. Can I can I see anything about the smoke? Uh, it is around the bend and, like, as you approach it, it's actually down the cliffside. Uh, like it's flowing out down the cliffside. It's like below you. Mm. Oh shit! Like it, you, you, you know, you see it in the distance, and you're like, oh, there must be, you know, something over there. And then as you kind of get closer and closer, you realize that it's you, you know, kind of look down the hillside, and it's actually below you, the there, source. Are we, are we driving our own carriage, or is there a driver? You can have your own carriage. Okay. So we don't have a local to plan for information. I'm I'm picturing this as like an open, like sort of just cart. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's yeah. Cool. Very cold. Yeah. Yeah. Freeze cold as hell. Mm-hmm. It looks like we might reach into trouble. It looks like it. I better hit up one of my good sticks. Pulls and Horold will pull out a red cigarette and light it, casting false life on himself. That's pretty good. <laughs> Peter, I think uh, I think it'd be a good idea for you to explain why that is. In the movie Screamers, radiation is everywhere on the planet Sirius 6B, and to combat the radiation, they have red cigarettes to smoke to help stop them from dying from the radiation. Yeah, man. Oh! Yeah. Oh, I know. No, yeah, he makes, told me in the car. It's it just makes sense ridiculous. to me. Yeah, yeah. It's, and Peter, uh, you said that in the movie... Yeah. There's a guy who's just like, so we just have to smoke this ba- like stuff to stop the bad stuff we're already breathing? Is madness. All right. So I got seven temp hit points. Okay. Nice. Cool. Very good. Is that a cantrip? It is a first level spell. Ooh, he's going in. Oh, wow. All right. Let's get do it to it. Okay. You pull up to the the mound of fire that is below you, and you see that it is another carriage that is gone up in flames. It appears oh, no. to have been skid off of the path you were on, tumbled down, and amidst the ball of fire, you do notice a human shape, unconscious. Oh my god, I think there's someone down there. 
Yes. It looks like they're unconscious. I'll go take a look. Oh, I'm gonna climb out of the cart and start making my way down towards the. the it's pretty of the far down. Oh, okay. And it's pretty steep. Okay. I'm regretting this decision, but I'm very brave. Well, now wait, hold on. Perhaps I can assist, and I will pull out from a shirt pocket my little rat friend. Oh. I am a pact of the chain warlock, which means I get a little familiar. Oh, very nice. And you chose a rat. Nope. I, uh, yes. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a rat. It looks yeah, like it's a rat. Not like a rat. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. And I'm gonna. I'll have my little friend here. Uh, we have an understanding. I'll send him down and see what we can find. Oh, that's way better than me doing it. Yes, that's usually why oh. I send him. Here, little rat friend, and I pull out another good stick. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna put say. it in the little rat's mouth and light it, and this is just casting uh, resistance on him. Wow. The, uh, I have a, a special connection with my friend here, and he says, thank you. This shit is hella dank. <laughs> of course. It will help protect you against the cursed air of the undead. Mm. And it may well be needed. Go forth, little friend. Okay. He scurries down. Uh, with the rat-like agility. Wait, hold on. I'm going to need to know what this okay, is. Okay, it's an imp. Is what it actually is. You and just have it. It just looks like a rat. It can shapeshift into a bird, a rat, or one other thing. Yeah. Packed of the packed of the chain. Yeah. You gives you an imp. Oh, okay. You, yeah. You, you be packed of the blade, which gives you the the weapon. Mm-hmm. Packed of the chain, or packed of the tome, which gives you more spells. So you just have a little yeah. shapeshifty guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Tech, tech, for stats reason, it's an imp. Okay. Cool. Oh, and one other thing. Yeah. I also took uh, Voice of the Chainmaster, which means as long as I'm on the same plane as my familiar, I can see what it's seeing. Oh. Right. And talk with it. And I can okay, cool. my voice come out of it. Very what? nice. Yeah. What's your little friend's name, Mo? Oh, it's um, Goo. 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 Oh, Goo. Like oh what a cute name. That's oh, adorable. Oh, yes. Adorable. Very yeah. soft to the touch as well. Harold, what was your god's name again? Uh, it was Gribble. Gribble. Okay. Gribble. Gribble. Yeah. Got yeah. a G's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Gribble. Got a G's. Sorry, just taking notes for the epitaphs. Don't want to forget anything. Mm. Oh, what do you have for me so far? Um, uh, here lies the body of Horold, follower of Giggle. Gribble. 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 Oh, oh, that's going to take a lot of work to re-etch. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Do you have a full-size tombstone? I have a, I have a backpack filled with stone tablets yes. that I carry around. Fucking great. And it, when we're trying to go to sleep, you can hear me just tink, 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 tink. Yeah. 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 I got right. kicked out of all the previous adventuring parties I was in. I <laughs> wonder why. why. <laughs> okay. So you take goo. Goo. Yep. Toss them down. Using Using their... Rat-like agility. Yeah. Uh, scurries down, and you see the, just like, you know, it was another wagon, very similar to your own, with the open air back and everything. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was a gentleman by himself. Hmm. He is still sitting in the pilot seat. The driver's seat. <laughs> the pilot I, seat. I don't know. He's in the cockpit. <laughs> Of the wagon. (laughs) (laughs) He's in the cockpit of the wagon. Uh Uh-huh. And he is unconscious, surrounded by the flames. Is he alive? Yes. 
or at least yeah, I'll say some yeah. Of life. Goo, goo could tell because goo is a little more intelligent than the the average rat, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there there is there's life about him. Okay. Do you want me to be Goo's voice in your head, or do you want to be oh, Goo? Oh, Goo doesn't have a voice. You just like Goo has my voice. Oh, of course it does. Never mind. <laughs> I <laughs> no, forgot. That is that is literally what it is. He the pact of the chainmasters. My voice comes out of it. Oh yeah. I thought you were going for a stuff thing where it's like we're mm. both the stuff we're both the well <laughs> i'm so goo will say in my voice i say good sir your, your carriage is on fire you must wake up <laughs> he is just burning alive mm, okay the imagery of this of the rat's mouth just <laughs> and yeah. then just your voice injecting from i, I imagine exactly yeah, it's it like is. it's like a phonograph right his yeah, like his exactly. mouth opens up and then it just says <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> With the unmoving jaw. That's exactly. That's exactly right. Um, well, shit. Uh, I'm gonna have. Yeah, if there's a guy in trouble, let me know, cause oh, I yes, can heal yes, him. I'll let my teammates know. There's a man trapped down in that carriage, but uh, he is unconscious. I need to save him, cause if he dies, he could become undead. We can. Gotta have stop that. that. Yeah, character motivation. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> will start booking it running down i will call this a reverse climb so why don't you do an athletics oh boy i I have a assist can i help by like using goo to scout the path from below well what are you gonna say never mind i thought i had a rope but i don't have rope i'm not i have an entertainer's kit so i'm not prepared (laughs) yeah that's not not as rope i I will hurry behind and not go down the cliff i'm gonna be at the top of it okay cool uh just like overlooking yeah yeah okay uh, that is a n- and, uh, 19. Oh, you I'll, I'll let Goo give you a bonus. Uh, oh. 16 on the die. Okay, so. Because Goo is scouting. He's oh. for Climber's turn. He's doing the beta. Oh, look at that. The beta. Yeah. Okay. The Goo beta. The <laughs> Goo beta. Well, I got a 19, and with Goo's help, yeah. I'm running down the steep hill mm-hmm. you're, to you're, you're save this to, man. You're able to slide down mm-hmm. gracefully and mm-hmm. get down to the, the roaring fire. Because, I mean... Imagine oh, the size of a carriage on guess. fire. This is like a bonfire. You can see the man, unconscious, laying flat, his mouth open, his skin melting off his body. Oh, wow. He's in a lot oh, of trouble. Dude. Have you ever been on fire? No. <laughs> uh, is he currently dying? Uh, I would say... <laughs> <laughs> his skin's melting off his body. You know? I would Sorry. say he's currently I, dying. I, I, I mean... <laughs> Like gun show. Oh, this is fine. You're gonna be fine. This is fine. Is he is he stable? No. Okay. All right. He's melting because of fire. I will rush over to him. Cast spare the dying. Well, now, are you just gonna jump into these flames? Yeah, I've got ten pit points. I've got my good stick. You can cast it from thirty feet away though, because you're a grave cleric. You just like Kobe spare the dying. No, no, no. no. What? Yeah, thirty feet away. Cast it from. 30 feet Cause, away? Because you're a grave cleric. No as, way. as Philip said, Sorry, I play many one of these sessions ago, saying Kobe now means winning an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it does have a range of 30 th- feet, and I can cast it as a bonus action. Well, oh, I'm going to okay. spare the dying, which will bring him up to zero hit points. Okay. Um, <laughs> then yeah. I will... His skin, I mean, he, yeah. his skin stops melting, but it is still melted. All right. Oh, not great. I'll go. All right. He's got to get out of that fire. So I'll ru- I'll rush in and try and pull him out. Okay. Uh, why don't you? I'll treat this as a fire-ish spell. So why don't you do a reflex? I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. 
Why don't you do a deck save? I don't know why, but like, three, two, I can. Five. Yeah, it's three five. <laughs> Feel like an old man. Uh, that is seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't roll a die. What am I doing? Seventeen. Yeah. yeah, I'll say that works. To, to mass. You only get mildly burned. We'll do half damage. Okay. Three damage. Three damage down to four. As you you do the uh, you like you do the whole like like ah it's hot. And then you finally get in <laughs> and you grab the guy's body. I grab him and pull him away from the fire. You got decent amount of strength? I have 12 strength. Yeah, no, it's not difficult to carry. Yeah, that should, that should be enough for the dragging minimum. And I mean, hey, he's lost weight. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. All right. Just so I get him out. out of the fire and he's has melted skin, but he's at zero. Yes, you can see his... Uh, his lips are gone. Oh, ooh, wow. Okay. And you can see that one of his eyes, let's say his right eye, you can see that it is actually blackened and shrunken into his face. So I can do cure wounds, but that's not going to help him. Oh, boy. That is that is like a lesser restoration level this stuff. Is, this is the Halloween episode. <laughs> this. Harold, is he going to be okay? He's going to be all right. And I point to my right eye. His right eye is the one that was fucked up. Oh, never mind. He doesn't have much left. And I point <laughs> to the left eye. No, but he does have his left. Because <laughs> that fire is really going. It's it's like it's like roar. The fire continues to burn. It's roaring. Yeah, I can't I can't do anything about a fire. Yeah, you guys are like yelling at each other. Have you heard over this I fire? I can't do anything about this fire. I, let me. There's nothing. I, I can fix the cart after you put it out. Wait, aren't you a cleric? Yeah. Create water. I didn't take that spell. <laughs> or no. I, didn't, I didn't prepare that spell. Is the stuff not. flame repellent? Absolutely. Actually, it's not in, in the movie canon. No, we don't like, we're not fond of fire, unfortunately. Oh, no. Yes. I know. I thought of that myself. Well, it, let's call it a controlled burn. <laughs> Seems to be in control to me. I don't want to climb down there. That's okay. I'll, uh... And I, I have to... I look up and it's like there's sure. this big cliff, like a like a steep hill. Yeah. Do you guys have a rope? No. Nope. You can't braid the stuff. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I mean, if there's enough of it, people got drink. Um, I can conjure up an illusion of a rope. Yeah, do that. That might help. Okay. I use minor illusion to make a, a conjuration of a rope. Wait a minute. That rolls down the cliffside. This is ridiculous. There yes. would be a rope with the wagon. That's on fire, right? No, oh, oh your with wagon. our wagon. Oh. Okay. There right. would be a rope. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah. you could just undo. I conjure the rope and I look back. Oh, wait, you know what? No, there's one over it. Oh, I missed that. Oh, I feel like such an idiot. Give me a second. <laughs> well, okay, I missed it as well. Great. We're both egg on both our faces. Mo, you're doing great. No, I do my best. Okay, I, I get the rope and I bring it back over to the cliffside and I roll it out. Yeah, and I mean, you can, you know, you can kind of trek up a little bit with oh, the guy okay. on your shoulder to all the right, point where you right. can get onto the rope, and then they can kind of help pull you okay. and you do, like, a little one-hand. Yeah, yeah, I'll do a little fireman's carry until I can get to the rope and carry, pull myself up to get to the top and lay yeah. the man on the ground. Okay. Ooh, that looks ghastly. Yeah, he Gracious. is, mm -hmm. he is not looking good. Here, let me, uh, let me give him something to take the edge off. A little stuff in his mouth. <laughs> just a little bit 
you uh you open up his his bare I don't need to jaw. Just pour it over <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess it is like toothpaste. I don't have it? much else that I can do for him. Alright, fine. I will cast cure wounds on him. And because I'm a pact of or not a pact of the grave, I am a grave domain. Um I take the highest value on a die when healing people at zero HP. Oh, cool. Wow. That is Scred. kind of an oddly specific ability. It's kind of like you are better at healing people after they're already mostly dead. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. better at healing people that are already dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because it's happens. almost like you want your companions to die and then, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you get to spare the dying and then you're like, I'll get to you later. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. It's efficient healing. You always know when to heal somebody. It's yeah. when they've gone down. Yeah, that's uh, true. He heals 11 hit points. Wow. Very well. That's I will say that this commoner is a... He's awakened. He wakes up. Does his face, like, reform? No. I mean, I will say that, you know, any obvious burns go away, but you're not just going to magically regrow skin on him. Mm. I-, I imagine he's being a little bit of pain, because it's like, I can't I can't do anything about burns, like those big burns in his eye, mm-hmm. because that's, that's lesser restoration stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Cure, cure wounds is more of, like, he's not bleeding, he's not critical, um, but it doesn't cure deformities i'd say it like closes up wounds but but it can't really regrow no he's i mean he's gonna he's gonna be fucked up until like a better cleric comes around a better cleric yeah okay not dead though so you heal him to full you heal him to full health then Mm -hmm. he's still unconscious though you know because you did the like he's laying on the ground you heal him and he's still just like there because he was already unconscious so would you like to wake him up? Yeah, I slap to, him. We need to know what happened here. I slap him hard. You slap him in the teeth. No, I, oh. I, I slap him in the not deformed part. I oh, slap yeah, him in okay. like an arm no, that's just, not burned. Just get in there. Straight up play xylophone with his teeth. <laughs> get in there. Pull out like my mace and just ding, 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 ding. Okay, you uh, you whack him. Yeah. And he, he, he wakes up. So, so like, certainly, because we have water skins, right? We just pour a little water over this dude. It's not going to help. <laughs> to wake him up? He's awake. I've, he's already awake. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Mo already splattered him with stuff. That's right. To wake him up. Yeah. So is he waking up with, like, some goo Delicious <laughs> in his mouth? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, he, he wakes up. Yeah. You see his eyes come back. His eye? Don't worry, you get used yes. to the taste. His eye, and he he's like, oh, ah. Oh. He touches his, he, t- he goes to touch his face, and he touches his teeth. Oh. And he and he feels his face, and he just, ah! uh, I'd like to use minor illusion to conjure up some pleasing imagery. What, like in front of him? Yeah, like in front of his eyes. Like a nice, like, calming. Well, like some keys jangling? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like a nice... Like a nice, like, peaceful, serene, like, leaf drifting down in front of his eyes. He is suffering too much psychological, theoretical it's damage a, it's to... Okay. It's only lips. It's all right. No, his, he, clo- he closes his eye just on the one side, and you see he, tears coming out, but his dry sobs as he can't... 
I will. Oh Jesus, dude! <laughs> Fucking hey! I can't do crisis management. I don't know what to do at this point. I can. I'll use awakened mind to get inside his brain and be like, oh, "Hey, that's okay. so nice. right. we saved you." Very well. You go in. All you see are the flames. It's what all he's thinking about. What happened is the fire. before that? Before what the fire. Before that? Go back. Go back. Go back. Back. Here, I'll I'll it, put in some real knowledge. Here, this is how hypnotherapists talk to trauma victims. They put them under and say, "Imagine you're watching everything that happened, but it's on a movie screen. It's on a it's on a beautiful silver screen in front of you. I can see you can see the fire, but it's not really there. You're just watching and hearing. Now move it back. What happened before that? Let me see your read mind ability real quick. Uh, it's just let me just read it's it. Just, it's, it's telepathic communication. Yeah, it's, it's not, not actually read word. minds. It's not actually reading minds. We're no, just, so that's just talking. This is not even. That's not. Oh, even. so it's it's basically message. Yeah, essentially. But you can. I mean, write message, but you don't need to actually move your lips. There's no language restrictions. It's in their head. Right. It's got. Yeah. It's it's super exactly. buff message. And they yeah. don't necessarily know that I'm. It's me doing it. But. But then you still only get what he's thinking about, though. Yeah. So, but I can also, you know, I can try to nudge him backwards. I will tell you that. This man is struggling with his life now changing forever. Okay. And you will need to calm him. Or wait for him to be calmed if you want to get anything out of him now. Alright. Uh, so. can, well, can I make uh, like a persuasion? What, what, okay. I don't know yeah. what skill would be to, to calm someone down. What a persuasion. Well, I, would, to... I think... I'm thinking almost like just a charisma check. Charisma? Great. I'm good. Try to get through to this man. Yeah, let's get through to this man. With my brain juice. Don't even have to use the lips to talk. That's eight. You what do you, what do you try to say? I mean, just like it's everything is all right. You'll be okay. What happened before? What what happened to make you crash and he, catch on fire? Yeah, he ignores you. He is just the tears rolling down the side of his the only side of his face left, and he is just like no no. All right, well, guys, huddle huddle sidebar uh, yeah, sidebar yeah, yeah yeah okay. Um, I suggest we just walk away. <laughs> But to me, um, I only care about the undead, and he right now is the opposite. He's living, so uh, I've done my duty. Yeah, you fa- you fixed him right back up, didn't you? Let's just walk away. Certainly, certainly, we should at least take him back into town with us. It would take not too much effort to put him on the cart. I mean, we'd be taking him into town, a town of potentially undead. Doesn't it seem like he'd be in more danger out here, where he was run off the road and lit on fire? You hear. You hear him fall to the ground again behind you. <laughs> You'll turn around. You turn around and look, and he tried to climb into the cockpit of your wagon. Let's just take him back to town, for God's sake. All right, sake. all right. He's coming with us. He's made it clear. He's gotten his other cockpit. It's so hard to get. Let's let's walk through this. Yeah. You guys go over to him? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you putting him in? Are you helping him sure, in? we'll help yeah. him in. Is he still oh, screaming oh. and crying as he's climbing in there? I mean, yeah, he has some tears still, but I, I would say that he's more, maybe more in like a shocked state. Like he's mm. moved on and okay. he's he's more one track mind minded now. He's not just focused on his own pain. Okay. Well, this is progress. Maybe when, uh, maybe in an hour, or so when he feels a little better, yeah, we talk to him. Yeah. See what I, he knows. And then we'll be in town. I'll see if I can get anything out of him. Yeah, maybe you can write him an epitaph. Yes. Um, here lies the body of the man with no lips. His face was quite melted. He still has some 
Quips. Pits. Pits. His life is the pits. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Go. Go. All right. Yes. Okay. We're, we're yeah. Going. All right. Here we go. We'll go. We'll go. Yes. Okay. You. Yeah. As you. Uh, as you. You know. Retie up everything and yeah. the rope that you use. Oh, I'm uh, actually proficient with vehicles land. So. Perfect. Great. I'll be driving. You're the. You're the, the pilot. Wagon. Yeah. I'll get into the cockpit. What is Put your name, good sir? Well, hold on. Oh. You. Uh. You. Start. You know. Going towards the town, and he starts freaking out. He's he's go no oh oh. And he, he tries to pull the reins from you. No, 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 no. These are my reins. You don't take the reins from me. Don't take Harold's reins. He hates that. Yes. He jumps off. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, before you run away, could you tell us why do you not oh, want to go into he, town? Like, I figured you guys were already moving a little bit. Yeah. We're clipping a lot. He's like, he like, like fumbles over you and like falls onto the ground. You know, that's not a good way of getting out of the cockpit. There's he's, much easier ways. He's just trying, he's uh, stumbling away from the town, just uh, crawling. I want to hop down off of the cart, because it's moving at a slow pace, right? Yeah. I want to yeah. hop down off of the cart. I imagine cart you would just stop at this point. And, yeah. and run down the road yeah. towards him. And then, He's not going very fast. Yeah, and then just kind of like, kind of try to help him up and say, Now, now why are you so afraid? What's got you worried? You can tell me. Unburden yourself. He looks at you with the, the single eye he has left. And he, he looks you in the eye with his eye. And another, another, another tear rolls down his face and he says, Don't trust them. Trust, trust who? The townsfolk? I think he meant the townsfolk. Oh, who else would them be? Us? I don't know. He could have been anybody. He could have been you. No, 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 no. He wouldn't refer to them when he's talking to us. Why shouldn't we trust them? The townsfolk, that is. Did the townsfolk burn you? Yes. Oh. Oh, dear. Oh. I, I tried to escape, but... No, oh, and he rerunning his ghost. I, 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 let's oh, just yeah. let him. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah he seems yeah. like he's he got doesn't want to get. On. He doesn't want this ride. I get it. All right, well, let's continue on into this town. And remember, don't trust them. Also, they use fire. Mm, don't like that. Yes, we should continue into this town full of people who like to burn others. Well, I mean, they could be undead. Yes, they could be undead. They sound like undead to me. Even if not undead, they sure seem to have a penchant for killing, and we cannot let that go unassailed. Yes. Yes, because it's already... Yes, let's keep going. Yes. Take out another stone tablet. How do you spell Harold? H-O-R-O-L-D. Thank you. Taking it away. You hop back in your wagon, and you steadily make pace to the town of Havengull. You pass the little wooden sign. Population 130. Okay, small Ooh. town. 129 yeah. maybe now. <laughs> <laughs> a small town. But they have a census, so I'm, I'm impressed. Yes. yes. You pull up to a 
a little port town. Uh, you can see the rather harsh white caps in a very gray ocean off to the west. Let's just say oriented north, you know. That's yeah, what I know. That's easy for me. Um, and there are, you know, uh, a few dozen major buildings uh, located in the town that lead to a dock area with plenty of fishing boats. And, you know, in a town like this, people tend to live a little farther away from each other. So this is like the town. And a lot of people will live, you know, down the road. When you say a few dozen buildings, are we talking like like small town, like size-wise, like small tavern or like small Yeah, like, so like, you know, we're doing, uh, we're doing that Victorian Gothic kind of feel. So okay. I'm, I'm picturing... Buttresses? Flying buttresses? I mean, no, graphic. flying buttresses are <laughs> flying buttresses is way too much of a an urban type thing. Kind of that, maybe that like Salem vibe. Yeah, Thatched I mean, obviously, obviously there will be like a church or something, and you'll there'll be plenty of butts in there. But <laughs> um, okay, I don't not I'm not to nitpick your world, but I think two Pick details that you've mentioned about the town could potentially be an interesting thing about the town. You said it's yeah, a population sure. of one thirty, but there's a few dozen major buildings. Yeah. That sounds like ghost town. Is that was that your intention? Because that's way too many huge buildings for 130 people. Well, but 130 people will do things not in the town. Like maybe, maybe like 30 or 40 of those people will work in those buildings. Like people that work on the dock, people that work at the bar, at the inn. You know, someone runs a general store with like a partner. Mm -hmm. But that's not as many people as there are. People in their families that are like down the road. People that are farmers. It could be an older census. They haven't updated it. Yeah, I get sure. the impression I mean, that a lot of people come out to Haven Goal. Cool. This I'm, is what it's like. I yeah. was just in a town like this. Okay, cool. Uh, no, on, I, on my I, road trip, so. I absolutely believe. It. I'm just trying to. More of I'm just trying to imagine like it's a town where people have been emptying out from, or is this like a like fairly normal on the surface looking town? Why don't you do a history check? Ooh. And I'll and I'll, Ooh, I'll enlighten you of great. my world. <laughs> Plus zero. 19 on the die. Ooh. Pretty good. I've been doing my readings. Okay. So here's what here's what you know. In your, you know, learning of this small town, trying to ask around about it, and then this is what you pick up. The town used to be plenty popular. Port town. A lot of the people in the area are farmers. And it obviously, you know, it makes sense. You can bring your things to the town and send them off. So, on the boats, you know. Let's say that this kind of uh, general blight type thing where our world is a little bit more macabre and undead, business definitely slowed down. Sure. Crops became a lot more scarce. Uh, winter is harsh. This is, you know, this is, uh, I'm picturing you guys being in near blizzard. Yeah. You saying yeah. ghost town? Let's say almost. Approaching Ghost Town. This is a town that is past its prime. Okay, nice. I love yeah. it. And how how old is this town? I don't have a good frame of reference on what an old town would be. <laughs> is it like... A hundred? How many, how many generations have lived through this town? That's a better question. Oh, how many generations Ooh, have lived through this town? That's a good question. That's a good way to frame that. Let's do... Like, the current generation is, like, the fourth generation. Okay. Because sure. that way we can have fun with, like, my great-grandpappy came here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's things in the history that are beyond living memory. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a good way of putting it. Cool. Yeah. 
I like it. Okay, great. I have a much better view of this town now. Okay, cool. Good. And I'll I'll lead you guys in to give you actual options here. <laughs> uh, before you oh, sure. describe too much, I'm going to use my Eyes of the Grave ability Ooh. and search the town for undead within 60 feet of me. You may as well have not asked because I was going to open with, it is dark and there is no one on oh, these streets. Okay. Uh, there's not a living creature within your field of view. Moss, you are a half-elf like me. Do you see anything that's uh, in this dark, this pitch dark? Hmm, let me see. I'm peering out, I peer out into the darkness, looking for the faintest hint of light, the wisp of a person. So wait, if it's like, it's like, but it was like midday, right, when we found the dude burning, or? I probably should have said that in my mind it was actually dark already. Okay, okay. so like the that's beacon of light was like much more imposing. The roaring fire. Yeah, maybe okay. that's my own mistake. Right. Yeah, that's my own mistake. Mm. I should write the, you know, I should do the. That's fine. It's safer at night, so we're okay. Basically. We don't know. <laughs> you don't know what that means, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horal, do you have an affinity for the grave? Do you, uh, I do. How do you do with the darkness of night? I usually light a torch. Ah, the last. Wait, did I take light? That's a really good point. I did take light. Okay. I would Very hope good. so. It would be thematic yeah. for your character to take light. Yeah. Um, I cast light on not my holy symbol, but I'll do it on my shield. Nice. So in the light from the shield, do I see anything suspicious or out of order since I'm untrusting of this town from the start? Well, there's not a lot that you can pick up because the harsh snowfall has covered up any sort of wagon wheel horse hoof or footprint but you do see amongst all of these you know uh old shabby buildings that there is what you would expect there is an inn with a light in the window perfect an inn right over there we can go spend the night and learn more about the town in the morning. That sounds good to me. It's been quite the time already. What's the name of this inn? Rusty Hook. Nice. Mm, that's good. That's good. Good <laughs> name. Hook. All right. Port Town, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> time to get hooked at the Rusty Hook. I don't know about you guys, but I'm mighty thirsty. Could go for a nice cold ale I mean, after I, our hard journey. I always have my personal favorite drink on hand, but of course that wouldn't stop us from going and enjoying some of the local fare. You drink your own stuff? Have you had it? It's good. I, I have. Good. I have had it, but you drink your own stuff? Well, well you know, I? when you... That way you don't lose any, you know, nutrients. It's just oh a cycle. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, if he didn't... If he didn't get high on his own supply, I don't think I would either. Oral, don't knock it till you try it. I guess it's quality control. And it you know, you if. Why would you take drugs from someone that that can't resist their own stuff? Exactly. That's true. This is how you know you can trust Why it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's barge in the inn. Horold will push open the doors, have him slam against the wall, yell out to the innkeeper, "Innkeeper, three rooms and three of your coldest ales." While you are shouting, while you are professing your interest at this inn, a shorter, heavy-set woman with chestnut hair, shoulder length, let's say, turns around in fright, and she, ah! Oh. I'm like, ah! 
Excuse us, good woman, we mean you no harm. We're just three weary travelers hoping to get some rooms for rent. <sighs> she she puts the dirty glass that she was cleaning down on the table and, and hangs her head and just... <sighs> People just always are trying to make a, make a mess of the night and make ruckus. Well, come on, then. Come on in. Close the door. Do you get a lot of nightly visitors? <sighs> well. <laughs> that's good. You can't ask a woman that. How rude. I'm just asking how many visitors she gets at her inn. Ah. That's a proper way to ask that question. Well, oh, you two have dirty minds. <laughs> We've been on the road a long time. Yes, we actually get to most people at night. You see the... Uh, the High amount of wagon volume really clogs the streets during the day. Oh, you have a lot of people coming through during the day? Well, people who wouldn't come and stay here. People that live in the town already don't really use the inn. I guess that tracks. So but there are a few travelers, mostly people at night. Hmm. All right. Um, have you noticed anything strange going on in town recently? Like, What? Um, like, uh, the presence of undead. You see, my friend Harald here is an undead slayer. Mm-hmm. I mm. hunt the undead, I slay them, and bring them back into the ground where they belong. Mm. Yes, you're right. You have that, you know, holy thing going on? Uh, y- yes, my holy gun. <laughs> Fucking guns. <laughs> what is a gun? I've never heard of such a thing. It's... Is this your personal invention? It's a. Do you mean a bang uh, stick? <laughs> Gun uh, is an abbreviation. Uh, uh, yes, of course. Uh, great, unruly numbers. How about how about mm, mulligan that one? <laughs> what about the uh, grave unrested neutralizer? Oh. Ooh. What about the giant undead nailer? Ooh, very oh, there we go. Well. Yes, it's the giant undead nailer. Ah, yes. That I like. Still workshopping the name. Yes, of course. You coat your bolts in the stuff before you fire it, though. Of course. This is why you need two marketing experts uh, along with you. We're here to help your brand. <laughs> yes, that is part of my job. Speaking of which, good lady, I'd like to introduce my other companion, Mo. Oh, yes. He's Ooh. a creator of a fantastic pulp juice known as the Stuff. Oh, it is excellent. Why Pultus. don't you just give it a little sip here? It'll uh, really pep you up. It seems like you've been in some stressful times. I swear by the Stuff myself. Is it... <coughs> <laughs> oh doesn't go down so easy sometimes. Mm, yeah. I understand. It is most viscous. I'm but sorry. Is it, is it a sweet type of thing? Yes, it is lightly sweet with a hint of almond and vanilla. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to cut down on sugar. Oh, there's no calories in this, my dear lady. We don't know what calories mm. are, but it's a new unit I've invented for measuring how much energy is in food. Everyone knows about calories. You know, calories. Okay, she, she pulls out a dirty spoon. She's like, what, are. do you have like a bottle? Yeah, I, got, I always got a bottle. Yeah, she likes a little scoop. Well, thank you. Mm. It's not bad. Yes, I I think so as well. I'll leave this little bit for you here, and perhaps we can set up some kind of supply operation for your fine in here. Hmm. She'll take she'll take the bottle and put it under the counter there. Yes, very good. Well, in in the meantime, before we discuss business, of course. 
You gentlemen wanted some drinks, am I right? Yes, yes three of your... She... Chillest ales. The chillest? The chillest of she... ales. I'll let you take wine if you have it. Oh, yes. Okay, wine. She... Clink, clink. She pulls out three chipped scratch glasses, and she... And these are going to be, like, you know, the glass... What do you call those? Steins. Steins? Yeah. yeah. Little glass steins. Stein. That's right, three of them. Like fully glass steins? Like with the handle and it. Oh, I get Technology's I a little this. up, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I have. No, no, you, 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 you I just couldn't envision well, it, it for a second, but I remember it now. No. Yeah. Because of because of the timeline, I'm thinking this is more like a Western yeah. saloonish type thing where they would have like glass. Yeah, I'll, sure. Yeah. I'll cast mending on my stein and my companion steins to fix the chips oh, and cracks. Nice. Okay, yeah, it kind of it kind of it kind of rejuvenates and glossens under your your spell. And so, she uh she pours she pours some ale into uh two of the glasses obviously. Mm-hmm. And then for the last one, she pulls out like an old bottle of wine and she puts that one back and then she pulls out a much newer bottle of wine and she's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give you any of that old stuff. That stuff's stale. Oh, I didn't know wine could go bad. Well, you know, I figure that's why they put the dates on them, right? This looks delicious. I take that. I take the stein and drink. It's a bit odd that you're... It's pretty weak. (laughs) I I prefer this. It's a bit odd that uh, all your glasses are chipped and scratched. How did that happen? Well, these aren't anymore. Oh, well, I mean, not it? anymore. And she, but... she, the the cloth that she whips over her shoulder is actually like a uh, almost like a Brillo pad. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, oh. Fastidious about your cleaning. <laughs> she, uh, uh... Ma- Moss sees that and he just like, <laughs> spits the wine back up into the glass. Puts it back on the table. I will surreptitiously prestidigitate clean our glasses. Okay. <laughs> They're clean. They obviously don't look different. Yeah, sure. They're just sanitized. I give you a wink. How come you didn't? How come you didn't just pour a little stuff in and just rub it around? It's the, oh, it's what the a catch-all, right? Yeah. I will pour a little bit of stuff into my ale. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Delicious. Mm. Just a little dollop of it. In dollop there. will do you. That's a nice Blech. viscosity to the ale that really uh, helps me savor it. It's like an egg cream. It As is. A, in fact, ale need, always needs a better mouthfeel. That's that's true, especially mm. for a, a small town like this. Mm-hmm. So, so my dear lady, we happen to meet one of your fellow townspeople on the the way out. Uh, I'm just wondering if um, seems like sort of the kind of place where people would settle down. Surprised oh. to see anyone moving away. I don't think anyone was planning on moving away. Mm. Not anyone that I've been talking to lately. Hmm, older gentleman uh, driving a cart. Hmm. What did he look like? Oh, you know. I'll tell of... you that. Uh, yeah, he was um pretty fucked up. <laughs> he had a very he had a rakish grin. Lord. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, I'll tell you what. He had that one good eye. Yeah. Piercing blue eye. Ah, Ooh, interesting. Okay, so that's a that's a little descriptor yeah. for yeah. you. He had a piercing blue eye. Eyes. Piercing blue eyes. Oh, um, I don't know. Sorry, hmm. I'm. 
I'm kind of new to the town myself. I, I came here on one of the ships, and I mean, I only really had the experience at the inn. Do you own this inn? No, I just work at night. Where is the owner? Well, I mean, asleep. I don't know if you gentlemen are aware, but it is the dead of night. Mm. True enough. Should well, we head to bed? Yes, I could do with some rest. Uh, yes. like about that time. Things will look better in the morning light. Okay. I usually do. You uh, pay for a couple drinks, pay for a couple rooms. Um, how long are you three planning on staying? Why don't we just pay for tonight, and yeah. if we'd like to, we'll pick up another another run through mm-hmm. tomorrow. Very well. Are you do do your rooms often book out? Uh it's not, a... not during this cold season. Mm, okay, the, okay. The uh, the hills on the road into town tend to be too slippery, dangerous for people to come and go easily. Mm. Yes, I could see that. Come on, then. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just chuckling, having, just a, having a giggle. I just have funny. It's just like one one kid's like, "Oh, don't run! You'll crack your head open like an egg." <laughs> That's right. It's stupid. Anyway, he'll burn all your skin off if you run. <laughs> like an <laughs> Don't run. Well, well, gentlemen, uh, it's been a fruitful, a busy, and fruitful evening. Perhaps we should sleep and see what it comes. Yes, I will rest heavy. Besides, it's almost midnight. And as you know by my rules, oh, yes, of course. I must I be asleep by midnight. That's oh. right. Must be. Gribble is uh, truly a succinct and very practical uh, patron. I understand mm-hmm, the appeal. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. happens if you don't? Uh, it's nothing really happens. Just the feeling of disappointing a higher being. Oh, that's mm. the worst. Yeah. Yes, it truly is. You know, it's like most religions. There's like a lot of real clear rules, and then there's yes. a lot that are really just kind of like, like kinda little pitfalls to yeah. catch yeah. people yeah. that aren't reading and paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> this will be on the quiz. This this will be on the test. Yeah. All right. I'm well, going to bed. Time to get my eight hours. Yes, okay. Mine as well. Very well. You boys will all sleep. Let's make it nine. Been a long day. Yeah, nine hours. Yeah, nine hours of sleep. If we can't sleep during the recording. We can at least sleep in the fantasy. Yeah, I, this is my fantasy. <laughs> I right have my greatest fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone takes a hit of their yerba mate. <sighs> okay. Cool. All right. The night is all uh, gentle and calm. All right. We do not wake up to the screams of burning people. So that sounds great. Wake up in the morning, and uh, I'll meet you guys downstairs. Get my morning prayers done. Very good. I wake up in the morning, stretch, walk downstairs. I wake up pretty early. Probably, like, I only got seven hours, because I'm a filthy deviant. Oof. Ooh. Heretic. Yeah. Do I have elves trance? Uh, I don't no. think no, so. No, they don't. Sleep. No, they still yeah. no I got sleep. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm. Fine morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I trust you all rested well. Rested very well. Gribble blessed me with the best of sleep. Ah, excellent. And how about yourself, Moss? I slept well. Ah, excellent. Very good. As you gather outside of your room in the, uh, well, I guess it's, you know, mid-morning-ish, considering people normally get up pretty early in these days. Yeah, sure. Uh, It is winter. you, uh, You meet. You meet each other. Check in. Everyone's feeling good. 
Uh, and you do notice uh, there are, let's say, about eight rooms total. Mm, okay. I'm picturing just like, this is the upstairs mm-hmm. of the inn. Uh, hallway, four doors on each side. Yeah. Nice and simple. Mm-hmm. Big window on the end, right? Mm-hmm. And you can see that three of the doors are open. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's your three doors. And then there are two doors, one right ne- right next to the stairs that is closed, and it has a do not disturb marker hmm. thing on it. And then at the very other end, there is another closed door with no marker or anything. I want to go peer out the window to see if there's anything on the street or anything strange sure. going on. You go and take a look outside. And immediately, the surroundings around you have changed. There is quite a hustle and bustle about the town. There are people rushing to and from the pier. Uh, there are lots of wagons. There are uh, people coming and coming and going from shops. It's pretty busy out there, and even with the harsh cold. My my, this town is rather bustling in the morning. Come have a look. The window. Look, all these people running around. Hmm. Certainly doesn't seem like the kind of community that would burn a helpless person. It also seems quite active for being a very small town of only 130. You know, I've Hmm. been thinking. We found the man on fire at the bottom of a cliff, right? Yeah. How? What was the sequence of events there? Did the cart go off the cliff first, and then he set it on fire? Or was it on fire as it went off the cliff? I think it was on fire and went off the cliff. But then why wasn't it smashed to cinders at the bottom? He was sitting on the seat, right? Perhaps the fire was started just as he was going over. Perhaps an errant bolt of lightning. He was out on an open plane, if I recall. Mm. Or at least a fairly open space. What if he set the fire himself? Now, why would he do that? Perhaps he You feared... saw his face. Would you not set yourself on fire if you were about to become one of them? Oh, wait, no, he was passed out, though. I don't know. I can't put the pieces together It's yet. pretty strange. A lot of weird things are going on in this town. We should investigate. Perhaps we'll find the undead behind this. The door opens behind you. What? <gasps> the one that was at the end of the hallway. Yeah. You know? It opens behind you, and an old man steps out. And he, he has a disgruntled look on his face. He looks at each of you. Good morning. Some people are trying to sleep, sirs. Perhaps you'd be best to talk in your own rooms. And then he slams the door behind him and walks towards the stairs. Wait a moment, good sir. We apologize for waking you, but might I just have a minute of your time? I have no time for you, Zoomers. No, no, please come back. I, I crafted those fabulous epitaphs. And he looks to be oh, you see an old man and you think that's a mark? That's a potential sell. He's, he's got one foot in the grave already. And he's cer- thinking about epitaphs. And certainly someone of your age is going to be needing one soon. So if you could just... We really apologize for waking you. We're just strangers here. And we were wondering if we could have a conversation about what the town contains. He turns and gives you an even sharper grimace. And he just says, what the town contains? Yes, what's its primary export? What is the town's primary export? Let's see. Well, I mean, it's a port town, so fish. On the coast. It's on the coast. Water. Water. Boom. 
fish and figs. Nice. Fig figs. Because the figs are, uh, you know. Up the mountains? Well, they're up in the, all the farms that I was talking about earlier. Oh, okay. Everyone's yeah, got, yeah, yeah. what, groves? Sure, fig groves. Yeah, sure. Orchard. Sure, sure. Orchard. Because it's a tree, right? It's an orchard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. orchard. Fish and figs. Yeah. Everyone knows that. I, I don't. I imagine the local dishes must be quite fantastic. My name is Moss. What is yours? <laughs> no. He doesn't want to give you his name. He just, bah! And then he goes down the stairs. Yeah. Charming. And you can hear him mutter, I don't have time for this. Well, all right, then. Um, this town seems perfectly normal. Old timers are grumpy. The barmaids are nervous. People are hustling and bustling. The inns are named with interesting kind of cheeky epitaphs names. You're letting the undead sway you into the cold grasp of comfort. You must not trust the outer decrepit shell of life for under it the veins of necrotic energy flow. I see. It's merely a thin veneer meant to disguise their more sinister purposes. Yes. Do not confuse the mortician's uh, makeup for life. This town has been embalmed. Ooh. Let's go talk to the innkeeper. Maybe he might have some more information. All right. Very good. You all head down the stairs. Mm -hmm. Uh, standing behind the bar is the old man. Innkeeper, we wish to interrogate you. Might we have a moment of your time? The only moment you'll get from me is if you're buying something. Ah, ah. Again. Three cold, two cold ales and a warm wine, please. You put, you put the, the coin down, he takes it. He's still, mm, he's, mm, he's grimacing at you. We found a very strange scene on the way into town, and we are wondering if you had any insight into it. He is listening. He is pouring your little ales. We found the wreckage of a caravan that was burned. <clears throat> More idiots trying to cross the pass during the, the worst time of the year. Do people get set on fire in this wintry climate for crossing the pass? <laughs> if they're stupid enough to try and go up the mountain, then I'm sure they're stupid enough to try and warm up by lighting themselves on fire. It looks like the work of undead. And I pause for the reaction. Oh, do the undead light no. people on fire? I thought you said they didn't light people on fire. It seems sort of have you ever brand. seen a yeah. fire skeleton? No. They that. exist. Oh They're God. skeletons and they're on fire. They're foul influenced just yeah. farther than I imagined. That sounds yeah. horrifying. That oh, doesn't even make scary. any sense. You what even... would burn? They're just bones. You couldn't even send a ninja. It's a magic them. fire. They burn internally. <laughs> no, I, I somewhat understand it because you see that skeleton is dry, whereas all of our skeletons right now are wet. It's true. Very damp. Wow. Oh, no. There's a skeleton inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get the skeleton out. <laughs> Either way, old innkeeper, do you have a name? You can, as long as you're staying, 
Are you staying the next night? Sure. All sure. right. No, don't pay the man. Oh. Mm-hmm. He takes the coins. You can only call me Wallace. Wallace. And you can Wallace. only call me if you... All right, we'll call you. Okay, all right. Maybe we can only call you. That's all we can do. We never actually talk to you. We just be like Wallace, Wallace, and then you'll never answer. (laughs) Ooh, he might be undead. He might ghost you. Oh (laughs) yes, he would ghost us. I've heard about that. Mm -hmm. Very frightful. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about ghosts? I actually just realized. I think I'm okay with them. You're okay with ghosts? Yeah, it's, not, Wait, it's the body needs the ghost to rest. Is yeah, the, yeah, ghost is not that. The ghost is yeah, actually the person? Yeah. So you're telling me if you saw a specter <laughs> yeah. or a wraith. Like, It'd be like, yeah. oh, good sir. Yeah, what like, a yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah, it might have to deal with it if it becomes a problem, but it's not like hatred. It's not like undead. Gr- Griggle is very tolerant of certain forms. Gribble is all Gribble. about rest, right? Uh-huh. You rest at midnight. And you rest when you die. Isn't the whole thing about a ghost is that, that they can never rest. rest? They can never be at rest. No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's about anything. the body resting. He's a, there's a lot. Of, if you read the book of Gribble, there's a lot of like working out in a healthy body. <laughs> so it's such a modern take. It's like, like no, it's about your physical body, dude. Yeah. I feel like your god should be named Quibble because that's exactly what you do when you follow him. <laughs> <Every> I <day. laughs> <Have> you... <laughs> that's what happens when your mind is kept sharp from all that sleeping. That's true. Ah, yeah. oh, yeah. it's true. I'm not enlightened. You should. I'll get you a copy of the book. It has some. It, it has some diet suggestions. <laughs> right, right. And some workouts it's, and like. It's twenty five dollars to to start. Yeah, yeah. Um, it also has some mindfulness meditation, which is really helpful if you have trouble falling asleep after midnight. Hmm. Also, napping. Big part of it. Nap midday nap. It sounds like you just like to sleep a lot. Well, it's not that I like to sleep. It's more like. Uh, it's a commandment, you know? It's like, I do it because I got it. But, you know, it's like, you don't mind, you know? The benefits are undeniable. Yeah. yeah. Wallace, who is the yes. friendliest person in this town? fuck. <laughs> 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 What's their name? How- you want to know the friendliest person? Yes, I hope to have a, a, an actual cheery conversation during my stay here. I'm afraid that... You've already met me. Oh no! Oh dear! <laughs> oh. I'll just remind the class that you picked. People will be hostile. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, here we are. That's right. Well, all right. Well, um, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> okay, innkeeper. I think we've learned everything we can from you. Yes. Why don't you get out there and join the chaos? Well, I mean, we got to finish our drinks. Are there any local festivals? <laughs> Tell me about this town. A local festival? Yes, perhaps one coming up soon. At the worst time of year? You could have a winter festival. It's winter. It's time to celebrate. Put up the could, lights. You could very well die in that weather. Put a couple of carts. The very, the very heat from your party. blood will get sucked out of your body into the night air. It's the perfect time to light carts on fire. For the warmth. And push them off cliff sides. Why why do you keep talking about lighting carts on fire? Because we saw one. Just outside of town. We were wondering if you knew about it. Obviously not. I guess Wallace isn't very knowledgeable about things happening around town. When did it 
light on fire and and careen yesterday. Well, did you have in a fe- case you were paying attention? I've been asleep here in the town. No, that is fair. Yes, sound logic. Are you a fellow follower of Gribble? Getting a good eight hours. <laughs> Who the hell is Gribble? It's the god of sleep and rest. Well, maybe if he paid me a visit every once in a while. Not getting good rest? Not with three ninnies <laughs> making noise in the dead of night, in the middle of the morning, while I'm trying to do my job. I can't rest for a moment. It appears as though I have done the worst thing of the followers of Gribble. I've interrupted your rest and your sleep, and I apologize. And I think we should leave you now, so yes. that you might take a nice good old Gribble nap. No, I agree. And maybe we'll get some rest as well. Yes. Good. Good. I can get back to scratching these glasses. <laughs> he pulls out a glass. The one that you fixed. It. No! <laughs> he pulls out the Brillo pad. No! How, how very rustic. <laughs> Alright, let's get Trying out Trying to make a mockery of my old rusty tavern theme. I'm going to fix every glass in this place, you little bitch. <laughs> I'll come back one day. New quest added. Yeah. Okay. All right. When you think you're safe, when you think you're okay, you go into your cupboard and you find all your glasses perfectly okay. This summer. Perfectly fine. <laughs> okay. So you're outside. And, uh, yeah, it's busy. There, wow. Yeah. There, there are a lot of people coming through the town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there, like, guys selling fish, throwing fish around? Uh, Yeah. Wow, yeah, there's, okay, cool. uh, there's a few boats in right. the dock. Yeah. And you can see people loading, unloading, crates, figs, fish. Fish, figs. Does it feel Piggy like fish. there's like way more people than there should be? Because it was like dead last night and now suddenly in the morning it's just like... Oh yeah, this is, this is a contrast, baby. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. How strange. Where did it, everybody come from? It's odd that they don't know the name Gribble. But they follow his commandments of good rest. Harold, I don't... Don't you have something that can let you see undead? I will open the grave eye and uh, I look around. I had a sound effect, Morgan. You don't need to do that. <laughs> I know. Well, we did it a bunch in all the other episodes. I know. It's... We're like, hey, Tommy. Make a sound effect that goes <laughs> whoosh. <laughs> I love that shit. Please always do it. Have you yes. ever like taken the sound effect that we make and just go, all right, that's the sound effect? Actually, yeah, usually. The, the thing that you did that was really good is uh, you took my voice and altered it. Yeah, I've done that for you a few times. That was for, like really the cool. dinosaur. Mark went, Rawr! so I just layered it a bunch and pitched it down. So it was like, oh, Rawr! fuck yeah. Yeah, that's, nice. actually, that's, that's the, that's that's good the clever audio engineering. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. What is it like? Sixty feet? It's some sixty shit. feet, and right. also, not if if they, I have to see them, they can't be in full cover, and there can't be any divination spells protecting them. Total cover, which means they could be halfway out of a building, and you'll be able to notice. Yeah. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. They have to be all the way behind that wall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because you can see like like wait a minute, there's a zombie hand sticking out from behind that wall. Yeah. <laughs> What's that about? Um, you. You actually, you can't even see the full 60 feet very well 
because of there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't notice any undead. Either all of these men live, or they have something protecting them. Well, I hate to be a little on the nose, but perhaps we should check uh, the favorite haunt of undeads everywhere, the local graveyard. The graveyard. Oh, a you wonderful can... idea. See you can check your competition. Place. Yes. See if they've got some good epitaphs. I mean, in a town like this, it'll absolutely be third rate and boorish, but mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they won't hold a candle. What makes a good epitaph? Of course. What sells an epitaph? The couplets, the rhyming scheme. Oh, yes, yes, that's There's a right. certain meter to it. It has to have a nice little quip at the end of it. Mm-hmm. A witty bite. It's going to make you laugh at the fact the person has passed on a little bit. Oh. What a pleasing dichotomy. Yes. To the graveyard. To the yard of graves. I need to rake it to the next town. Then I can warn everyone. Who's there? No. Not you again. No. Once upon a time, there was a kind witch who lived deep in the dark chocolate forest. And every day she would go out and carve the chocolate trees into fancy sculptures. Until one day she picked up something brown and it was not chocolate at all. No. Oh, no. (laughs) Because of this, the witch turned around and noticed two little children giggling at her. Because of this, she realized that... Evil is the truth of the heart of man. I mean, okay. How do I get to until finally because of that? You just go. Until finally she had given up on all of society. And she decided that the chocolate forest was not the ones who should be carved into sculptures. (laughs) But it was man themselves. (laughs) Oh, we got there. Wow. And ever since that day, she made a house of gingerbread and chocolate to lure little boys and girls to carve them up into something brown. That's a pretty good origin story for the witch. Yeah, Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. not bad. Because, I mean, why would she be evil if she lives in such a nice place? She got dookie bombed. She got dookie bombed. (laughs) (laughs) What what is your costume? Because on here you wrote, uh, got a pull from Peter's box. Yeah. uh, So uh, what were you? Uh, Ghost fox. Scary bear. Furry sex orgy attendee. 
Yes. Oh boy. Okay, good. Sure. Is that is that is that not pe- yes, is, is that okay care. for the podcast? Yeah. I don't you, know the content level. You can say whatever the fuck you want. All right, sweet. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Uh Even though we do not have the explicit tag on Google Play. Surprising. Yeah, We're going to get it hey, this I, episode. I don't And also wait a minute. Yeah. I need you to explain your fear more. Yeah, you I'm oh, pretty sure yeah. everyone does. Everyone wants to know. Yeah. Oh yeah, the fear of stars. I I don't know why, but I cannot look up into the night sky for extended periods of time because if I stare it's so fucking weird. If I if I stare at the stars, it, specifically stars, I become consumed with the idea that if I look for too long, I will be teleported out to that star and be alive just long enough to realize how far away I am from everything I know and love and then be instantly evaporated. What? That's I don't amazing. know. Okay, oh, but you're beautiful. afraid of being teleported away? Dude, I don't know. I Okay, I also... I, I, you can make a religion out of this. <laughs> that's true. It's kind of Lovecraftian. I also yeah. have yeah. a similar fear about just like the open sky. I get convinced that gravity is going to reverse and I'm going to fall up. I, I'm serious. This is amazing. I, wow. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, we're sort of moving from phobia to psychosis, uh. but like, I, I think what happened was like when I was like a kid, like I had that thought once, and I was like, "There's no way that could happen." But because I thought about it not happening, yeah. I was like, "That can't happen. You're being silly." The more you push it down, the more it comes up. Huh. That's yeah. So interesting. It sucks. I, stars are beautiful. Yeah. They're it's gorgeous, but the idea of being evaporated that far away from everything you know and love bad. Do you get the same feeling when you look at the moon? No. <laughs> don't play Portal 2. <laughs> yeah. But, wait, I don't. That's an interesting point. I love looking at the moon. I look at it all the time. I think it's because the moon is abstracted enough for me as like an object to art or whatever, where it's like, mm. oh, it's beautiful. It's a crescent. It's this glowing source of light in the night, where stars are like, eh, they're like little pinpricks, whatever. You know, we live in the city, so you might just be surprised of when you see stars yeah you just don't see them what what is that thing in the sky i see so many of them yeah too too much cloud cover here too much clouds so anyway that's uh sidereophobia